With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready here. He's taking another one and another. And Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow, that is going to be controversial. That's a crunching right hand. And that must finish it. It must finish it. Taylor trying to catch himself. Using his jab. Eats a right hand. Another right hand. And he goes down. Oh, my goodness. The dream is made real. Ricky Hart rocks the world with a truly stunning win over a modern legend. He is the champion of the world. Yes, it's Raps on TV back in the house. London town representing British Beef was on on the weekend. You know who's in the house. Um, getting footage and all that. Come on, come on, come on. Nah. Good to have all you guys back listening again. Um, back to talk about the best things in boxing. Obviously, we're going to talk about Coley versus Chamberlain. Um, that headline at the O2. Good night of boxing if you were in the house in terms of who was also on the undercard. Guys like Pawatsi, Cheeseman doing good things. Um Got a lot of other things to talk about in terms of boxing news, but I'm going to hand over to the man himself. Bonjour. Bonjour. Good to be back. Don't forget we were on Sky as well, multiple times. <laughs> we're famous. We made it. We made Mama, it. Mama, we made it. Mama, we made it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We're business. Yeah, we're in business. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it was a great time this Saturday. Good yeah. night. It was good. It was good. All, all round. It was oh, a good event in terms yeah. of... The fight Not, was a bit shit. The fight was, yeah, the fight wasn't great. Um, I think it was a learning curve for both of them. I think, ultimately, I would say the hype. Yeah. We was a lot of hype behind yeah. it. Um, yeah. But it was a good night of boxing. Good to see a lot of different people as well. Network. Yeah. So, guys, listen, we're going to be covering uh, British beef. As Coach said, we're going to be talking about Povetkin and Price. Like, what is that about? Um, also, we're going to review Gassiev and Dortikos. And we might also touch on the... All this uh, hoo-ha going on with uh, the ring girl, potential ring girl ban, and all these girls getting banned across all sports and whether it will come to boxing, whether it should happen to boxing or not. If you do want to talk, call on 01506-243-403 or just send a tweet to our Twitter account and we will pick that up. No problem, the no problem. Love that. So yeah, no better place to start really um, than uh, the Saturday uh, down in the O2, uh, Lawrence Coley. Isaac Chamberlain, a lot of hype in the build-up, and animosity, a lot of uh, posters going in local beef, newspapers. Not beef, basically, not yeah. British beef. But not just that. But it was there was hype. I think if we're gonna let's let's talk about the lead-up into it in terms of the fight week, well publicized. You look at the viewers that I felt all those guys got good numbers. Uh, I'll show last week people were interested. Uh, you look at the fact that both of them may seem to make a good amount of money sponsorship. Um, it felt like it was a big fight, no? Yeah, it did, did it feel like we was watching? Did we feel like we was going to watch two guys that hadn't fought twenty fights between them? Nah, it didn't. It was definitely, and it, and it had a big fight feel to it because they were all out. David Hay was there, Chris Eubank was there, Chisora was there. They were all there. Conor Ben, we had my man AJ sitting right across from in the front of us. And what did he say to you, Kojo? <laughs> I know you. He said, I know you. <laughs> Right? Still can't get this guy on our show, though. I'm telling you, man. So I'm not, it's not good enough. He doesn't know me well enough. So anyway, we're going to make it happen soon. Yeah, so he had, a, he, had a, he, had a, he had a big fight feel to it. And uh, we're going to talk about the fight now. What did you make of the overall performance? Um, okay, honestly, um, there's no doubt the fight was, I will say, flat in terms of the hype that was looking forward to it. I think in terms of the disappointment, um, I've got a lot of respect for Isaac Chamberlain. Um and I want to. I know he's put out an interview with behind the gloves. I'm yet to watch that, but I want to see uh, what his his opinion was about his performance because I felt that he didn't even put together, you know, three, four punch combinations. Um, Okoli didn't do that as well, but he was more successful with his jab, which is a great learning curve for a young mm. bof, uh, boxer. Um, and I think he was too reliant on trying to bring this right in. Um, obviously, he was successful. Um, but overall, he showed he was the stronger man. It's, I think it's mm. hard to deny that he was the stronger man on the night. Yeah, definitely. I think 
I think everything that we were saying leading up to the fight, you know, cards on the table, you know, it seemed that every time they were together, Chamberlain looked a bit shook. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And I think that's how it came across in the fight, you know? You know, just the same thing came across in the fight. He was just, didn't want to engage Okoli. Okoli looked far more. I think it was that that he got knocked down. I mean, I've seen it on TV and I still don't feel it was a punch knocked down, but it did clip him. Second one was though. Yeah, you but you I mean? think about the first one from then, it was like, it was like he, yeah. he didn't really, the, the no, it size, wasn't the Chamberlain we've seen the, before, right? Yeah, the size and power was clearly on display. You could, yeah. you could see, it's almost like man versus boy. Mm. I mean, Okoli was literally bullying him around the mm. ring, you know, and, you know, it sort of like reminded me a bit of like um, Lomachenko over Rigondo, you mm. know, where Rigondo couldn't do nothing yeah. because of the size difference. And this yeah. was almost very similar yeah, kind of thing, yeah, you know. So <coughs> Okoli was far more the more confident fighter, yeah. you know. He was just literally trying to knock this guy out. Yeah. Uh, Chamberlain, he could have done a lot more, yeah. do you know. He could have outboxed, he could have moved around a lot more, you know. Yeah. And it just agree, didn't happen, I mean, you know. And like I think, he froze. So the, and the only thing so for, for Chamberlain, I think... I would say, you know, because he's bound to listen. There's no denying. There's a lot of, especially I would say, even amongst like the 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 the, the, the definitely super casuals, they're like this fight was shit. I think it was a learning curve for both of them. Um, but I think for Chamberlain, he's just got to take it and say, look, he's lost Akoli. Um, we'll see what Akoli goes on and does in the future. Um, but he shouldn't take like he still went ten rounds. You know, good experience for him rounds in a bank. Um, and obviously for Akoli, it's good rounds in a bank. So. Yeah, I think both of them can move on. I don't think either of their careers will be flattened. And I think it's actually a good thing because, you know, we'll go into the Boazzi fight later on. But um, And potentially even the Cheeseman as well. You know, you've got to say that those three British fighters, they all had tests that could have taken away their O yeah. um, in a way. I know people will say, oh, but Jordan Joseph. But he, they, he, he had only one loss on his record, I think, going mm. into that fight. Mm. Um, and Carson Jones and Cheeseman, I mean, we'll get onto that. But that was a... Cheeseman didn't have his own way fully uh, the whole night. You see what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I think it's it's one of those fights that it hasn't really damaged any of their careers. Really, yeah. they're just gonna carry on, and you know, uh, he's, yeah, it's good. To, you know, Colley's probably gonna go on to bed and bed. Things Chamber is gonna have to slow. You know, he's, he's not done ma- massive damage to his career. I felt now looking at it in hindsight, it seemed like maybe it was way too early in their careers for this fight. Yeah. You know, the lack of experience clearly showed. Yeah. You know, they yeah. you know, if they were a bit more experienced, that fight would have been a lot more interesting, yeah. I think. You know. And, and I think yeah, sorry, Carol. And you know, and I think like, you know, maybe maybe another seven, eight, nine fights, they could probably get it together again, be probably a far better performance, you know. So And the me, venue was key for that. And the reason why I say that is because I think if this fight played out the way it did in the York Hall, I don't think people <coughs> moan. I think it when it becomes an O two. So fair play, you know. I won't lie. I do say Eddie is the is the salesman. I've got a lot of respect for what he's done for British boxing, obviously. But we know he can talk. Um, and fair play, he had said this fight isn't really ready. But I think I think if it was at your call, it would have been a busier fight, man, because because it's such a small arena. Maybe you the know, the, the atmosphere would have been mad. This is what this is what, and I think and he would have kicked off. Yeah, and yeah. and you could argue is that did that you know the lights you know I'm not saying Chamberlain throws but like because he just didn't get started it wasn't the Chamberlain that we've seen you know that can push fighters back and and kind of get inside their chests and come in with good body shots and shots and use his strength yeah, is it the lights did the lights play its part but um, but what do you think of uh, Cheeseman Carson so Carson Jones I mean like Cheeseman is supposed to go on, on to become a, a one of the t- a top fighter. Like, and what, what I would think is, if you're going to do that, you would take, you know, you'd mm. beat Carson Jones quite easily. That mm. didn't come across to me. Yeah. You know, Carson Jones is clearly like the gatekeeper. He's like mm. a gatekeeper of the division, mm-hmm. and you know, he, he had to battle hard. It was a hard fought, hard, hard fought victory for him. Yep. You know, um, so it's interesting to see where you know what he does in the next, you know, next mm. level up. You know, I mean, it, it was a difficult fight. It was a, it was a yeah, he's a, you know, he's yeah. a hard-fought fight. I mean, it, was, it was a tough fight. I think we know Cheeseman is that kind of tough. He's not necessarily an elegant boxer. He is that tough brawler. Um, and yeah, I'd agree with you. I think he, you would have wanted him to probably go in there and with his strength and that, you know, that just straightforward ability, just maybe get Carson Jones out of there. Yeah. Um, and him not doing that, you know, it will say, you know, I don't think it will affect how Matchroom tried to brand him. But I think, you know, as real boxing fans, we'll say, is he really going to be the one pushing that world class? Nah, I don't think so. 
I think it's too early to say. I, you know what? I won't lie. I'll never really call it because as far as, and it's not this to the guy, but nobody would have said Tony Belly would win a, All a right, let me belt. say it to another way, yeah? Yeah, but I'm just Charlo, saying. Charlo Cheeseman. We know that. Okay. Um, what if Charlo goes up? Okay, Lara Cheeseman. I'll tell you why. Let me, mm. the, the other guy I was about to say is Flanagan. Look how Flanagan's moved. Mm. He's moved to 140 yeah. because Craw- Crawford's gone up. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to rule the division at 140. No, what I'm saying is, if he, he can win a world title and he's had a world title, so I'm just saying. Okay, but then Errol Spencer never might move it. up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know. Yeah, but you never yeah. know. And I'm just saying, with these guys, you can never say never. Like, yeah. guys have won world titles. I so, suppose yeah. then you've got like, people like Liam Smith. It's also timing as well, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, who, who's there? Yeah, it, it, that's, and that's what I'm saying. There, you know? The opportunity's there, and there are fragmented belts. So if you can't tell me Cheeseman won't be pleased, with, I know some people say IBF is the lowest out of the belts but he would be happy if he won IBF yeah. that's still an achievement for him so yeah, yeah Tony Belly was t- WBC champion and I'm sure a lot of people said that would never happen so fair, sometimes you've got to remember that in this game um, yeah fair enough but, um, but Buatzi, um yeah I mean I thought I thought it was a fantastic performance yeah. did what he had to do do you know what I'm afraid of what's that Eddie Hearn is hyping him mm. and when I say hyping him I mean he's building hype around him saying if we don't make him world class we failed what kind nah, of what do you think? That- I don't think so. Like, listen, you gotta bear in mind this guy's Olympic pedigree, man. Yeah. Like the way he performed at the Olympics, right? Yeah. You know, it was phenomenal. But the, okay, and I'm not dissing the guy, but I'm just saying, did he win gold? He didn't win gold. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm his just style, his, his, the way he fights, you know, is I think it's far more suited to the pro game. Yeah, he was knocking that. guys out. And I'm not even knocking the guy. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is do small. Like in French, they have a saying, do small, like just chill. Yeah. Like, just just let the guy. Oh yeah, listen, I agree yeah. with that, you know, because he's putting pressure on, on the guy. And just but to be honest, right, Wyatt has sort of countered that because he mm. made a comment and said, Look, right, mm. I gotta be a serious player to mm. be able to do anything in this division because it's full mm. of killers. Yeah. Like the light heavyweight is a serious exactly. division. Exactly. You know. So exactly. it's got a long way to go, man. It's got a long, long, long way to go, man, yeah. before you go up there with the people like the Kovalevs. I mean, if, okay, you know what's going to be mad, yeah? And you know one's saying it. What about him versus Anthony Yard? Don't you think that's a British beef fight? I think it takes Anthony Yard, man. I'm not saying who wins, but yeah. I'm just saying, don't you? That is British beef, yeah. That's a, in terms of, imagine that fight popping off. Yeah. In terms of being made. two different characters, man. Like, Bratz is like more reserved, calm. Yard is a bit more, you know, flashy, you know. He's not that flashy. He is, though. man. He is. Yeah, I don't, he, he is, but compared to, okay, compared to Bratzy, obviously, yeah. but he's not the flashiest. Nah, 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 he's not. Like, nah, I think Oro Davis is more flashy than this guy, personally. Yeah, fair enough. Than Yard. Um, Maybe it's his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trainer. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. to be fair, Tunde yeah. does talk yeah. him up, so yeah. fair play. Yeah, I think he gets the promotion going. Um, so, um, so yeah, so for me, I think that'll be a cracking fight if they can make that one. I mean, um, can you see that happening though? Warren, Warren Hearn? I mean, that'd be a great I think fight. They've got no choice. Okay, let's quickly talk on that. Don't you think at some point these guys have to do business with each other because yeah. of the stables they're building? Yeah, yeah. They have to. Yeah, especially, I mean, like, it's like light heavyweight as well. You know, you've got Bush Leone, Jose Burton, um, even Callum Literally the one, one on each side. Right. Then you, well, I mean, light heavyweight, you only got Anthony Yard really with Warren. Oh, right? sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think I keep. Because of Jose Burton, who trains with you. Yeah, sorry. You sometimes yeah. say, like, you know, it's the onus is really on Frank Warren. Mm. Hernan doesn't do nothing, mate, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't. But will he give those guys? I, I can't see happening. There's way too much, you know. Yeah. There's way too much British beef between those yeah. two as well. Yeah. You know, between Hearn and Warren, you've got yeah. the whole. But I think they're going to have to start doing business because I think you've got to look at it on on terms of the fights that can be made. They should And if now, they yeah. want to make the legacy of boxing and really building it, I think you could argue now there's a lot more fights to be made that could be stadium fights. Yeah. Like you could put on a bad boy night yeah. at the Cardiff with like a couple of their fighters taking out a Joshua. You know, the thing is, right, Warren is catching up now. Yeah. He ain't too far behind now, yeah, right? Of course he's not. Yeah. You know, people like Daniel Dubois, mate, in a few years... He's going to be a serious player, mate. And I'll say it straight, and I don't care what any of these guys say. The problem they have, and I'm sorry, but the problem they're going to have is is how serious AJ Boxing decides to take corporate boxing. Corporate boxing in general. How how seriously do they want to take investing in fighters, managing fighters, working with fighters? I think that's where the key is going. I I really think that's a player move because there's no doubt. Like, everyone's looking at it. We were at the fight, obviously, um, but like you got to look at it as, like, obviously Joshua, his name is what it is, but at the fight, he's 
sitting with Eddie Hearn and Barry Hearn either side of him and ultimately it was a co-promotion thing. So like, yeah. I think he's taking that seat and yeah, fair enough, he probably won't look at it for now but yeah, I think with some of these young fighters that are coming over, Joshua's retired, he comes and approaches you to come on his team. To join him. Warren, Frank Warren. It's done deal, right? Done deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... um. So yeah, so you want to talk about Gassiev? Yeah, so what a, what, what a fight, man. Yeah. What a fight. That I'm was not going to lie, I missed that. That was a slug fest, man. Yeah. You know, it was a brilliant fight. You know, very impressed with the way Gassiev took this guy out in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I think that final is going to be a phenomenal fight. So with uh, this Dortikos, what did he show any, what, what impressed you about him? Man, Dortikos took power punch after power punch after power punch. Okay. For 11 rounds, man, he took some clean shots practically yeah. every other round. That's yeah. what everyone kept on talking about. He's like, wow, man, this guy's just taking the punches, okay. right? And eventually they caught up. Mm. Eventually they caught up, right? And then they were, I think it's 11 for 12th round. I think mm. he was in the 12th round, man. Mm. He was just... Combination was he of, able to counter? Was he how was he counter? When he was finished, man, he was finished. He literally fell out the not ring. Not in terms of being at the end of the round, but like during the fight. No, during he, the was fight, he was doing right, man. He was, he was doing right, you mm-hmm. know. But you know, he was just taking clean big punches. Mm. When he was taking, you know, when he was getting caught, he was getting caught with clean big punches. Mm. You know, commentary was saying things like, you know, Cassie must be getting a bit like thing they thinking, what's going on mm. with these punches? I normally put people out. It mm-hmm. was, you know. But I suppose it was an accumulation of those punches that got him in the end, mm. you know. And his punch selection, Gas's punch selection is brilliant, man. The way mm. he, you know, the way he could just yeah. go from a hook to across to an okay. uppercut, you know, that okay. you know, brilliant way, and, and with power as well, mm. you know. All right, and he showed good movement in terms of like, yeah, nice. okay. you know, he got I, mean, I mean, this, the, I mean, he trains, he trains with like Triple G, man. I mean, I mm. see, you know, elements of Triple G here. The way he mm. sort of can cut off the ring, you know, yeah, and move okay. around, trained by Abel Sanchez as mm. well. Mm. I think it's going to be a very interesting final mm. because you've got Usyk is really a boxer doesn't have power mm, right? I think he's shown that but this guy he, he's a good boxer as well mm. but he's got serious power man mm. you know what I mean I, I, I can see him taking it yeah, I can see him taking the fight in the mm. final yeah. you know it's right on number one and two but what a tournament man they, mm. they, they smashed it yeah do you not think between the two guys and I've only seen bits of Gassiev so this would just be my only high level question do you, do you not think that Usyk would show his pedigree from amateur to now moving to pros and how he boxes and maybe just outbox him the whole night and, and stay away? Look, man, we fought Bradus, yeah. right? That was a close fight until the yeah. last two rounds, mm-hmm. right? You basically got the two premier cruiserweights in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's number one and number, number two. two. Yeah. Right? They're fighting for every single four belts mm-hmm. on the line. I can't see him doing that, to be honest, because he's fighting another elite cruiserweight. Mm. Yeah, it's not like he's just fighting some... You yeah, know, he's got a, bit, a brainless a brawler. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, he's yeah. Not, you know, he's not the guy's not a brainless brawler. Okay. You know, he's you know he's. he's I mean, that's what I'm saying. I haven't seen enough of him. Too. You know, he's trained by elite trainer Abel mm. Sanchez. He's training with the likes mm. of Triple G. Mm-hmm. You know, this this guy knows what he's doing. It's okay. going to be a closely fought fight. You know, and you you got to just analyze it. You know, the power is clearly with him. Yeah. You know, the technique is clearly with Usyk. You know, they do say. Uh, boxer versus puncher brawler boxer always wins mm. but this guy you can't just say he's just a brawler a mm. strong puncher he's also a very good boxer okay you know so it's gonna be a close fight it's yeah. no no easy feat yeah. i mean, the I mean for me i will say this and i said it you were ahead of time but i did say it for me with the yusuf breeders i said that would be a close fight and i yeah. didn't feel that yusuf was gonna walk all over him the way people were making up so it's from that fight because mm. of that fight, I'm mm. specifically saying, right, you know, it was very close with the Bradis mm. fight. Yeah. Very close, yeah? yeah? But this is, for me, for him, it's going to be a step up, I think. Okay. Yeah, the way I see mm. it, you know, and, mm. and it is in terms of rankings, number opponent. one versus number two, mm. you know, and this guy fought 12 rounds, man, he just didn't even look tired. Mm. You know, against mm. another elite fighter. Yeah. You know, so, so he knocked him out, though. No, he stopped he him, knocked him out in the 12th round. Oh, 11th round. Yeah, 12th yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. What do you think about it being in Jeddah? <laughs> How did that lie. come about, man? Yeah, what that's you? the thing. I'm not, I'm not even hating. I think that's fucking sick. Sorry, sorry, but I think that's dope. Um, but I don't know. I'm like, how did you get that? But I guess the money, money, money. Money talks, man. Money talks. That oil money, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's going to be interesting because I don't know what the temperature is going to be like the time of the, when they're doing it. Um, so that is going to play a big factor in it because those, you know, it's the Middle East. They, yeah, they stay it's going to be air-conditioned. Air but that's, anyway. not, that's not good either. Yeah, they must, they must have paid a serious amount of wedge, mate. I mean, I agree. 
But like even for boxing, that, that this doesn't make sense. Just not a boxing country, is it? It's mad, you know? bro. Yeah, I mean, but for me, that's why I like it because I think you know what. Um, I mean, realistically, nobody's gonna go out there. Nah, unless you wanna get your head chopped off. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> That's your people then, man. Your no, brothers, man. Man, listen, listen. You don't fuck about in these countries, mate. <laughs> of course not. But my point is, I'm telling I mean, you, man. There ain't no booze in that there. Yeah, you know? nothing like that. Like you ain't buying. Yeah, <laughs> there's not going to clubs afterwards. I mean, there'll be some. You know what? It, you know what it's like. It's like Dubai. There's hidden places. But my point is, um, for me, yeah, it's like take it out somewhere different, man. Like, if maybe that's the condition that helps them fund the next two tournaments, then so yeah, be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because who knows if it's not these guys that are funding it. So, yeah. cool, man. So listen, let's go out to the line. I think I see Mr. Oldtie. Odds with Oldtie. What's going on with that? Your competitor's back. Hello? How you doing, lads? Yeah, you doing, Mr. Lions. How you doing, Thomas? Yeah, How you doing, big yeah, man? Bad. Yeah. You're good, man. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the uh, British beef card, to be honest. Um, I think it was more like corned beef, the uh, main event. Why? No, no, it's a serious, serious talk. Um, yeah, the main event didn't live up to uh, expectation. And uh, like you guys said, yeah, there was a lot of hype generated by the uh, by the fight, obviously, early on in their careers. But yeah, it just didn't live up to expectation, really. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you were in the arena. Uh, what did you make of the whole, what did you make of the vibe, the atmosphere? You got yeah, out. Um, you got out without a black eye, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a bit. I saw there was a bit of trouble. The uh, other side of the arena, but yeah. we won't talk about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do you think it was too early, Thomas, for this fight to happen in their careers? Um, I mean, hindsight's a beautiful thing, isn't it? We look back on it and say, well, if we took, if they took both took the fight and it turned out to be a cracking fight, then there'll be no complaints. But I think from a boxing perspective, there's always going to be fans that you know, are in uproar about a fight being so soon and not delivering. So, mm. I mean, I think the fight came at a good time because of the way the sport sort of transcended um, and being pushed forward um, with more fighters being fast-tracked quickly. So I think in that sense, it definitely um, came at the right time, but probably not what do you in think, hindsight. I think. What do you think went wrong with this fight? Um... So no, to be honest, I think the Chamberlain obviously didn't come out um, and box the way we've seen him in um, the past. I think I agree with a point you mentioned. Um, I think it would have suited him better if it was at York Hall in a more tightly knit uh, environment. Mm. And I think it would have been a much more um, aggressive fight, you know, competitive fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it came across to me that Coley, not Coley, Chamberlain just wasn't willing to engage. Mm. You know, I don't know if that first punch that he took that he sort of fell on the ground, whether that just made him really cautious of Akoli's power, you know, but he did seem quite nervous to me and he wasn't really engaging. Yeah. And Tom, um, I mean, obviously you saw uh, Boatsy, uh, Cheeseman, uh, obviously Bomber Bellotti was fighting. Uh, who was you impressed with out of all of those three on the night? I was uh, really impressed with uh, Bellotti, uh, the way he... Um with his uh, shot selection and uh, how accurate he was with his uh, body punches. And, um, I mean, Ben, uh, ben Jones. Yeah, Ben Jones. Um, yeah, he's a game... A game um, it was a tough fight, right? Boxer. In yeah, terms of fight, going yeah. into it. Going into it, it was a tough opponent. Yeah, definitely. But um, I think Bellotti, um, yeah, with his uh, shot selection and the way he... Um, you know, he was more composed than we saw him in the uh, Cunningham fight in uh, December. I mean, uh, when they yeah, when they fought. And, um, yeah, he was much more, um, you know, with his shots and the way he uh, targeted the body, got um, Jones up on the ropes, doubled up his jab and then sort of whipped the, his uh, left hook to the body. was um it was very clinical, so. Yeah, um, did you watch the yeah. Gassiev and Dortikos fight? I did, I caught up with it the next day, yeah. Yeah, views, what do you think of the fight? Yeah, good fight. Um, I think uh, Dortikos showed that he's got a granite chin, like mm. he was uh, taking some very uh, heavy punches. Yeah. And um, it surprised me how much power Gassiev actually has, because, mm. I mean, going into the fight, I would have probably thought that it was a case of uh, a big power puncher in Dortikos against a... Um, you know, a well-rounded boxer in Gassiev. But uh, yeah, the power he uh, demonstrated throughout the fight, I think it was um, 
Yeah, it was great. Yeah, well, his name's Iron, isn't it? Uh, can he beat Usyk in the final, Tom? Do you think can he beat can he beat Usyk? You know what? I think uh, he's got a great chance of beating Usyk. Mm. And I um I I did say uh, when we guys when we were discussing it um that Usyk would uh, win on points. I think he'd outbox Gassiev. But you know what? I think actually um Gassiev can definitely expose a lot of um a lot of flaws and there's a lot of gaps in uh, Usyk's you know when he comes forward and. I think he's definitely susceptible to getting caught, and mm. I think Gassiev might um, expose him in that sense. Mm. I mean, we haven't really seen Usyk's chin tested, you know, so it'd be hard to say whether he can get knocked down. But chances say, and you know, based on his knockout ratio, the odds are if he does catch Usyk, he will go down. Yeah, especially when yeah, he's put someone like Dortikos down, who was just taking massive shot after massive shot. Someone like him's gone down, mate. Like, you know, Usyk, there's a high probability if he catches Usyk, he will go down as well. And I definitely agree with what you said about, um, you know, Usyk's not coming up against, even though a brainless quality fighter, he's a arguably top four in the uh, elite category yeah. within the competition. But, um, well, yeah, Bra- Gassiev is... Uh, well, Bradis isn't known to be a knockout artist, is he? Whereas Gassiev is. So the no. strategy is going to be completely different. They're going to have to, you know, straight away, there's going to be a game plan where they're going to have to avoid his big right. You see what I'm trying to say? You know, so, you know, I think I think they're going to be fighting on their back foot. Uh, Tom, we've got a couple of lines building up, so we're going to go across to the next line. Thanks so stay on the line, me, mate. No stay on the line, and we'll try and get you back on the line again. No problem. Cheers. Thanks, mate. No worries. Cheers. Going to go out to 860... 860. Hello. Yes, it's Paul this time. How are you doing? You're right. <laughs> I was looking at your yeah, number and good. I just tapped his name. Um, now I'm good. You well? <laughs> yeah, all good, mate. Just that work again. <laughs> uh, good, 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 good. So obviously we saw you in the building. It's yeah. All digested. Like, you know, it's got back. You've obviously, we know you. I'm not going to out you, but you know you were saying Chamberlain. How did you view Chamberlain's um, performance on the night? I was like like Isaac said himself in the behind the gloves interview. He was disappointed himself of it. Uh, I mean, what was he, he saying? Because do... I haven't seen. Yeah, sorry. T- tell us a bit about that, please. It's just say uh, he was just saying that he, he feels like he could have done a bit more work on the inside and stuff. And his game plan was to fight him on the inside, but obviously every time he got on the inside, he's getting bundled about. He's getting lent on. He was getting. Pushed over, so yeah, he just couldn't fight to his game plan really. Which, yeah. obviously, if you're a callie, then that that's your game plan to stop the other person fighting to their game plan, isn't it? Yeah, so you were the you were the pioneer of that meme. Isaac will be Isaac <laughs> will be taking a callie to school. Did you feel that happened? That was Definitely far from not, what but, happened, uh, right? What was what really disappointed me, and it's not making no excuses for. Isaac, the referee. It's, oh, that referee you know, was atrocious, man. I mean, I, I was going to say, I, before you, I'm going to let you go, but I was going to ask you, my next question was going to ask you about the referee, so I'm glad you said that. Yeah. yeah. The referee was by, atrocious. By the, end of the, by the end of the second round, he's four points down off two decisions that probably shouldn't have happened. I swear. Why, why, for, the, why for a first occasion does he just dock a point? He, gives him, he should be giving him a warning for that. And then... He waits until the ninth round when a call he's built up a nice lead to then dock him a point yeah. for something that he's been doing for all nine rounds. I just couldn't I couldn't see the logic in it. If he did, if he deducted a call of your point, maybe he's second round, third round, a yeah. call you'd have had to start you doing something else then. And that that maybe he's opened the fight a bit more. But if you notice, as the fight got on a bit more, Isaac started reading I call his big right hand slipping it, but then he just still wasn't doing enough work when he got inside, which yeah. was a bit disappointing. But I mean, I'll I still was. I'll Chamberlain fan. He'll come again. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent will come back. Um, I mean, for me, I was going to say though. I think the ref made a couple of errors, but I felt that there was a lot of the crowds was a, it was a pro Chamberlain crowd. I think that's one thing we should actually say. Um, there was very, there was hardly any noise for Chamberlain. He got booed. I mean, Nicoli, he got booed, and clearly, um, like when he was making what you would say, like indiscretions, 
um, fighting a bit, not uh, dirty. The crowd were yeah. were very upset. Um, so I don't know if that even played on Chamberlain's favour because, like, then it made it feel like there's a bit of a misjustice where he should have just really got on and fought. Um, the point. Do you know what? Was do you know what I was warning him to do, Coach? Mm-hmm. I was warning him. Can you remember in the Ricky Atten fight again, Costa's you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa's you kept on hitting him low. Yeah. And then Ricky Atten just turned around and belted him in the nuts. Yeah. And was giving him like, a bit of a warning himself. Yeah. I was, I was willing, Isaac, to yeah. hit a Coley on the break. Yeah. Just so that he kept it, so that next time he went on the break, he was a, next time he went to hug me to be, be a bit cautious yeah, that I wouldn't... was just in the crowd on the break. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Well, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, I just want to talk about the... Um, super welterweight division as well or the light middleweight yeah. Paul um, looking yeah, at yeah. Ch- uh, Ted Chisholm's performance and the domestic scene with the likes of Liam Smith Liam Williams and even uh, Babby Babby yeah. how's he gonna how's he gonna perform at 154 at a more superior domestic level position like the likes of Williams and Liam Smith I think he's yeah. a bit- He's a bit too uh, game for his own liking, if you ask me, because against Carson Jones, he could have made that a lot easier. Yeah. And he could have, he could have, when he was fighting at a distance, he was doing a lot better against Carson Jones. But then he, he, he got that bit of a macho streak in him where he started, he started wanting, he started wanting to fight him more. And that's and his then, style, isn't it? Yeah. But again, someone like the person I think had beat him, Asinia Byfield, who can switch hit, he can fight inside, he can fight outside, he's a good mover. I think he'd give Cheeseman absolute nightmares, to be honest. Mm, I mean, Byfield is a very good boxer. I think that would actually be a good shot, um, a good call in terms of uh, a, a next matchup. I can't call the winner out of that one, to be honest with you. I think Byfield, the, the, I see flaws in him um, in terms of if you can stop his rhythm... Um, I think you'll nick a lot of rounds. He won't beat him prettily, but yeah. I think he's got the ability to just outwork him. And that's in is that D Ghost? Yeah, um, yeah D Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, for me, I think. Look, the bottom line is, I think with Cheeseman, um, they're gonna build him up. Um, I can. You see the way Eddie Hearn talks about him. Um, talks about building his fan base. He had a decent amount of support in that arena. Um, so that's what I'm trying to say is like don't rule out this guy potentially doing something we all know that really um, he couldn't beat Liam Smith if they were to fight tomorrow but what about in 18 months who knows so for me I think everything is timing Um, he's still young everyone looks at him and think oh he's an old bugger but he's not so yeah I think he's going to be a slow burner but I'll be interested to see um, yeah, yeah, let's just quickly speak about this referee as well. Like, yeah. What do you think about the referee's performance, Kodge? Yeah, it was it wasn't impressive. Um, Did you seem it, a bit biased towards a Coley? I don't think I was not really. I wouldn't say that. I think he made a mistake with the point, um, but I think bias is a strong word. To be honest, you know what? It came across to me initially. Yeah. And then when he finally deducted a point for Coley, I thought, all right, fair enough. Yeah, but even then, you could argue, and this is not me saying he's biased. That was more of an even up because the, f- the fight was run- won by then. Nicole yeah. didn't lose a round. Yeah, exactly. And he, he knocked him down twice he already. Come out so apologised after the fight, you know, the referee. There you go. And said what? Bad performance, man. And said that he he, uh, he could have handled it a lot better. He's, he's apologised to the board for it. Oh yeah, uh, where did he apologise? I can't remember where I seen it. Uh, it was somewhere on social media that I'd seen it. Uh, right, but he's, he's supposed to come out and apologise to the board for it and. Uh, he knows he made a bit of a stinker. Paul, any uh, any, any views on Gassiev and Dortikos and the final with Gassiev and Usyk? Who wins? Hey, hey I think Usyk still. I, I picked him at the beginning, and I'll pick him. At, I'll pick him in the final as well. Yeah, I yeah. just think it's just his. I just think his pedigree's that little bit higher. And mm. are you going to do any team feel memes? I am film. Anyone? I am film. <laughs> yeah, you can do the meal with memes. Maybe. <laughs> I am feel. <laughs> well, hey, That's what we were saying. One thing, Have you seen that? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Look at the hashtag I am feel. I feel. That's super sick. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to speak English. He just came out wrong. <laughs> yeah. He knows. No, but he, did you see him again uh, before he fought Brady? Uh, Michelle Joy Phelps asked him yeah. how he was. And yeah. 
smiled and then said, I am Theo. I he, am he, knew, he knows himself that people were taking the piss. <laughs> I am feeling that. So yeah, but, uh, Phil, what, um, uh, you've got me even saying, Phil, um, Paul, what do you make of this? I don't know if you heard this ultimate boxer. Uh, this thing that's been launched uh, yesterday, you got the likes of Ricky Hatton, Malignaggi, and Crawler seems to be saying playing some part in it. What do you think about that? Have you heard about? It? I like I, I like formats like this, like prize fighter format. It was quite enjoyable, mm. but it doesn't really it doesn't really seem to have been promoted that well, to be honest, because it's not it's not that much on social media or anything. And for for them people that are involved. Malinaji's a big name. He's got a lot of followers. Ricky Atten is huge. Anthony Crawler, uh, fans' favourite. It just doesn't seem to be out there that much. I mean, there's definitely. I, like the, I don't know if I they like don't the have concept. a strategy as well because they've said what they want to make it a tournament, but they haven't named a division. Um, yeah, and it's obviously not in a, in a weird way like you got the World Boxing Super Series. So how does that stack up against that? So. Um, It'll be interesting, yeah. um, but I, I won't lie. I'm a man that believes the more boxing, the better. So, you know, if they can create something that uh, makes people earn a living, it's only going to make the competition a lot more better and a lot more people interested in the sport. So, yeah, uh, definitely want to hear out of more on that. Povetkin versus Price. What do you think about that, <laughs> mate? Good. Uh, I'd say happy retirement to Price after that one because... I think Povetkin outside of the champions is the best, the best heavyweight out there. But you know what? Of, it's a massive, massive, massive contradiction, and I'll tell you why. Right? Mm. David Price's career, to some extent, has been blighted by drug cheats. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tony Thompson caught taking drugs. That guy, that Tony Kebab guy, exactly. Hammer, the guy that literally put his head through the corner. I've never seen a knockout like that in my <laughs> life, man. I've never seen a man's head go into the corner like that, right? That guy, Tepper, mm. right? Caught on drugs. Your, your career was ruined by these people. And now, when you come back, you're giving a fight to a man who's notorious exactly. for taking drugs. Who's been caught time and time and time and again taking drugs, right? Why would you do it? That's what it makes. Why is this guy even coming here, man? Why did they let this fight? Like I said, ching ching. Hmm. The money yep. there, there has to money be a, there, there has to be a good payday behind this, um, yeah. and I do as that, think as that song goes. Yeah, but then the the, the more, <laughs> but li- go. But on a serious note, to link it to your point, I think the more worrying thing is obviously this is a this is a road to the Joshua fight. So I'm like, why is even Eddie Hearn? You could see it's 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 a taste. Put him up against Price. It's probably somebody he's gonna beat. Let's be honest. Um, he can look be clean. Um, he then gets his name out amongst the UK British fans. It'd and be a big if fight Joshua, in Russia, big payday. I mean, Russia, I don't man. think Joshua would even go there, but man. he would come here, and then that's a Wembley. They could sell that. No, but think about think about his coach, yeah, right? Povotkin's got a lot of money behind him, right? That's yeah. why Wilder got that five million, course, five dollar, right? Wilder so and imagine Joshua, you know that. How man, much you reckon? How much, bro? They, they I reckon they couldn't. They would have to offer Joshua 30, 40 mil. I think more than that. But what I'm saying, they, if they did, he would go. I don't. And oh, but if it goes to mandatory. That's, that's a different matter because if it goes to if it becomes WA mandatory yeah but they, they're not going to beat Joshua on a purse bid man unless they're talking about serious money you're going to have to put down 30, 40 mil on a purse bid man otherwise you got Sky that, that fight to me that fight happens in the UK it happens in Wembley um, and yeah I think this is what we're building a taste of that's what we'll see because really if you think about it I don't think he'll risk putting Povetkin up against Dillian White we all might say, yeah, Dylan White, but that, that, Dylan White would be up for that. But I think Price is more or less a given. You know this guy is going to look good and you can then sell Joshua B, uh, Joshua Povetkin. I see that happening. Uh, that will be his second fight this year. Interesting thing is we saw uh, Joshua play um, rock, scissors and paper with uh, Anthony Joshua <laughs> at the Sky Show uh, on this weekend. Did you see that? We've got a film of it, coach. <laughs> you mean Dylan White? <laughs> yeah, Dylan Joshua White. Joshua, yeah. Joshua, Dylan White, White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... That's a brilliant moment, wasn't paper, it, man? Paper beat the rock, huh? Yeah, paper beat the rock. <laughs> Amazing, tense situation, man. We just knew something's going to happen. Before, let's get the camera rolling. And it did. Tense moment. You. Trust me, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so for me, I think that's going to happen next. So, Paul, listen, thank you very much for... Anything else you want to get off your chest before, before we let you go? No, no, that's absolutely fine. Perfect. I've got, uh, got to talk about the... Oh, hey, just one thing. Hey, with the... World Super Series uh, final. Yes. The Russians are supposed to put a counter bid in. 
against Saudis. Well, how can that be? The final over the, there everything's been marked as the road to Jeddah. Yeah, it, it looks like all the boxes are going to Hajj. How, how can they come in and change well, it now? Is, is, that, is that right? Can they do that? I, mean, the, I, I wouldn't say no. It depends what contract they've got. Yeah, yeah, be. money. I mean, it's not even just money. I would imagine it depends. There must be a contract to say that it's going to be held there. But yeah. if they haven't or it's not watertight, yeah. well, there's a penalty. All contracts yeah. have a penalty. So, yeah. I mean, it would make sense because then you're looking at two Eastern European fighters. That, that makes could sense, be, doesn't it? Build a proper event. And gas is Russian. Gas is Russian. But then even you said Ukrainian fans, they can swarm that arena. So that yeah. would make it a proper massive event in terms of the fight and yeah. the atmosphere in terms of the fans and audience. But yeah, listen, Paul, we're gonna leave you leave you to it. Alright, take it easy. So yeah, so um what else is on there? So yeah, Joshua is Joshua Parker's gonna be on Showtime. Uh, the US have confirmed they've confirmed that now. What do you think that does to Joshua in terms of his being able to negotiate a bigger percentage against Deontay Wilder? Well, listen, man, like I spent a lot of time talking to, to Wilder fans in the US, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, these guys are deluded, man. Okay, with, they okay. are just unwilling to accept, mm. right? Look, man, facts are facts. You can mm. have your own opinions. You mm. can't have your own facts. Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue with facts, mm-hmm. right? Wilder to date hasn't had a single pay per view fight. Mm-hmm. He hasn't, yeah. right? Joshua is making 20, 30 million pounds a fight. He is the A star. Yeah. yeah, okay. 20 million. Okay. 20 million. What I'm yeah. trying to say is, you know, he's but making. But we know that. Yeah, that's like. He's fact. I'm just right? saying, okay, I'm just saying, how does it help? How, okay, so how does. It, I don't think it helps because, irrespective of what you say, these guys will just completely chat shit, right? So what I'm mm. trying to say is, Joshua fighting there isn't going to change the minds of them because the Americans to them, they're still the big, it's the, still the biggest boxing market. So you ask them. Which is true though. No, it's, okay. I mean, in terms, I think, I think okay, you, if you're enough. a boxer, you know, you know what I'm trying to say when I say biggest. Right, coach, you want to crack Las Vegas. Every boxer wants to headline so in. Anymore. I think so, See, bro. That's a statement because let me give you, let, let me ask so, you bro. another question, right? Name me so. one American pay-per-view star. If, if American boxing was so big, there'd be loads of American I'm not, You're stars. taking it the wrong way. I'm saying in terms of, you're talking the finance. We all know the British fans are the best fans. They support their fighters. Right. But I'm talking about, if you size ask any fans. box, okay. not even size of fans. I'm just saying, fans. I'm talking about, about having that on your CV as a boxer. If you can say to them, okay. you've headlined in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. The stature and the status of that is what can yeah. never be taken away. Yeah, fair and enough. And I think that's what they hold onto as a bargaining chip. What I'm saying is, this fight now being shown on Showtime, how does that put Anthony Joshua in a stronger position when it becomes to the negotiation table with Wilder? Because in my mind, like Wilder saying 50-50, I think from the start that was never going to happen and it's yeah. not realistic. But I also say that with this fight now being on Showtime, the way they're going to market it, two champions as well. Mm. The Klitschko was another big fight they showed out there. I think actually harms... It makes the fight bigger, but it still harms Wilder because Wilder's not going to be able to say, well, it should be 50-50 because of these numbers, that numbers. There's no real numbers because there's no pay-per-view. So when it's free, but I think it's going to make Joshua's name. Plus, you know, it's another unification. That's what I'm saying. He's fighting all T's on the night. He's fighting all T's, but Joshua's fighting another world title. So that's, that helps. And we know, as us guys, we're intelligent to know there's more to it than how he's fighting Park and how he's fighting Ortiz but yes the black and white is his fight in terms of Joshua's is going to be promoted more without a doubt it's two, and it's a bigger two fight. undefeated champions exactly it's a bigger fight, it's a bigger fight two undefeated champions so that's what I'm saying it helps him oh yeah definitely helps does. him so I think it's a good thing Um I think it's going to be uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that think, affects us in terms of the, the final fight split? time what do you think the final split's going to be it's going to be I reckon it's going to be about 60-40 man I think yeah I think if it's if not 60-40 I think it's 65-35 personally I think that's a deserved split I think 60-40 because I think Joshua Parker is going to have to be I reckon it's about 35-65 I'm talking about oh, Wilder Josh, okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, what, if Parker Joshua is 65-35 yeah. because bear in mind at yeah. 30 they will mm-hmm. say no so mm. he must have gone up mm. okay yeah. so if that is 65-35 Wilder Joshua is a much bigger fight that it's, is true. So I reckon it's either going to be 60-40 or 45-55. I think the difference is it's a bigger pot. Yeah. So I think if you compare the 65-35... It's probably 100, 100, 200, $200 million pot. 
So I think even that 35%, they'll say, yeah, okay, you can come to 40, I think. But the negotiating, which could work in Wilder's favour, is like even your 35% is still going to be used. Josh Parker's ain't going to be nothing like that. Um, How they gave into that, I don't know. I'm surprised. Um, Maybe that says something. I'm surprised they gave into that, to be honest. So yeah, you're right. It's still big money, isn't it? Yeah, but... Because you're right. But look at the the angle they put themselves in. Because now, to be fair, it's a good point. Wilder is the arrogant... Man, he's gonna speak. He's not gonna say, "Well, I'm taking a shorter percentage." Even because usually the the spit is the champion takes eighty percent anyway, right? Yeah. So it's eighty twenty. Mm. In this scenario, you have got two champions, exactly, right? That's the first with Parker Joshua. Yeah, yeah. So that's the second thing, right? So it would have been eighty twenty, but then you got two champions. So how do you split? The third thing is obviously Joshua's bringing most of the money, mm. right? So you're gonna have to start with eighty twenty because that would have been the starting point anyway. And then you have to say, "Well, look, I'm a WBO title holder. You're gonna have to compensate mm. me for that." Mm. I'm undefeated There's going to have to be a price for that And the fight itself Brings a lot of fans It's mm. a big fight You know So all these factors Taken into consideration I think they have to be realistic And they would have had to Move the negotiating yes. Right um, And I suppose That's what's going to happen With the Wilder fight It's going to be a huge fight Al Heyman's going to be there You know Behind the scenes Doing his Doing his thing voodoo, So listen man, you know? I won't say this But I will say this Alright we're going to Quickly go to some Callers uh, 251 251 Instead of us calling, what's up? Hello. How you doing, guys? How you doing, man? Ah, uh, yes, Dwayne. What's going on below the belt, man? How you keeping, man? Good to hear from you. Not bad, man. Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. Ah, uh, man. Stay strong, man. Stay strong, bro. You catch the boxing this weekend? Yeah, man. I saw a celebrity uh, sitting ringside, man, like Kojo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, man. Do you not see me? I was sitting right next to him. No one sees me, man. Everyone's in Kojo. Yeah, but the problem is, but it's not good that everyone saw me, man. You're Al Heyman. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll be Al Heyman. Exactly. Al Heyman. Scenes, no one see me, man. Behind the scenes, man. I was, I was trying to be yeah. behind the scenes, but yeah, nah, it's all good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, the good luck, man. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> so yeah, what did you make of the fight? Um, the fights. Uh, I think I think I'll, I think I'll be saying anything everybody else is saying. The the big fight wasn't 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 impressive mm. um, viewing, was it really? Yeah. But Lawrence got the job done, and congratulations to him, I guess. Yeah. And hopefully Isaac comes back better and stronger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And in terms of uh, uh, Boatsy, uh, what do you make of him? Yeah, it's another demolition job with him. I think. With Boatsy, he already looks like a well-polished pro. That's the difference I noticed with him and some of the other amateurs that are like just kind of getting into the pro game. Mm. Boatsy already looks clean and clinical, man. He looks sharp, you know. Mm. I mean, mm. obviously, you've got to bear in mind the competition, but it's the way he puts his punches together. Yeah, he's, you know he, I mean? he's, he's had to do damage, isn't he? Mm. He's just had to put people away. I mean, we, we were talking uh, Boatsy and Anthony Yards. How does that go? Mm, mm. Is it That's t- an interesting thing. It's like, if, if you didn't know any better, yeah, and you just looked at Anthony Yard and then you just looked at Bratz, you wouldn't even think they're in the same weight class. That's what I mean. So it's quite interesting. It's mad, that's what I'm saying, bro. So, I, nope. Sorry, carry yeah. on. <laughs> it's strange. But um, again, um, Boatsy's got the better amateur experience. Obviously, um, Yard's got the better pro experience. Kind of similar scenario with Lawrence and um, Chamberlain, Isaac. Mm. You know, and so, even when you look at Josh Taylor and O'Hara Davis, do you think? Do you remember Josh Taylor and O'Hara Davis last yeah. year? Yep, yep, and and that that's that spoke for itself. That was a prime example of that amateur experience being key when you go into the pro. That was a mm. perfect display. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily think the outcome would be. The same with Yard and Boatsy, but I think it'd be a highly entertaining fight for sure. Definitely, I think their stars will gel well. Mm. Yeah. And you watched the Gassi of Dorticos fight? Um, nah, I didn't actually. I think I missed that one. Okay. Uh, listen, we're going to talk about this whole issue that's going around in boxing at the moment, or sports in general, about the ring girls potentially getting banned. Have you heard about have you heard about this D and have you got any thoughts about it at all? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, they banned them from darts and um I think is it snooker or no, sorry not snooker. Darts and from F1. Formula One. F one, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's I think like at the end of the day, 
if 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 somebody wants to make an earning doing doing whatever they're doing and they're not hurting anybody, then mm. it shouldn't be that right shouldn't be taken away. I think it's mm. a bit I think it's a bit excessive. Yeah, I believe um, I, I believe. Really I believe Frank Warren and Sarah Beverly Jones of, you know, um, Beverly Jones Management, mm. uh, it's the company that provides the ring girls to Matchroom, uh, will be on uh, this yeah. morning tomorrow speaking to Piers, Piers Morgan on this subject. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying, man. Like, I mean, to be honest, from a personal perspective, I've never understood that, to be honest. Like, you know, you know, you know having scantily clad women walking around with cards, you know. I mean, if they remove that, it doesn't really change boxing. You know, yeah. It makes, has no impact yeah. on it at all. I can see why people are complaining. True. They're saying that it's an outdated concept, you know. But likewise, likewise, it's it's, well, yeah, likewise, right? These days, you know, the, the people that have got right, two blocks go right to get married, but yet you're complaining about a girl if she wants to have a job carrying a car. What's it got to do with you? It's absolutely none of your business. And I mean, and I won't lie, yeah. don't forget, they do kind of serve a purpose because <coughs> you can ask a lot of times, how many times you're in a ring and you're like, oh, what round it is? And you see, yeah. you see the ring girl. So, I mean, what? Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, so I know fair enough you could argue, but hey, they need to get into the ring. It's high. I mean, most people have never stepped in the ring. They need to walk around comfortably. So for me, I, I'm in favour. I think, and I hope... Um, they stand firm. I think the problem we're really going to have is is that it's only Warren and Hearn that are actually speaking for it. I think if you look at, like you said, yeah. F1, other sports, they've stopped it. Um, I would like them to stand firm, but, you know, it, it could they could stand firm and it could be to the detriment of boxing because, let's be honest, like, society doesn't see boxing as a, as a lovable sport. They see it as a very, you know, it's been a sport they've tried to ban numerous amount of times. So, yeah. yeah, I think they have to be careful how they play this one. But I agree with them. I hope, and you, you both, I hope they stay firm. But I'm just worried that maybe they won't. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's classism again, isn't it? It's like, mm. basically, boxing has always been a working class sport, right? You know, I mean, look at rugby. That's, that's just, you know, that's a brutal sport, you know? Muscular yep. men training together to smash into one another. How's that yeah. any different, really? Whereas, yeah, you know, whereas, you know, mm. well, go to America, America, you've got cheerleaders. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So no one talks about rugby, yeah. right? Whereas boxing, because it's looked at as the working man's sport, mm. you know, that's why you get all these pundits, yeah, exactly. you know, people that are way too clever jumping on the bandwagon, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, you get the same women that will probably complain about women in Burka now complaining about women, whoever, whatever they want. You know, they don't know what they want, man. They can't make but their listen, mind up. Uh, yeah. D, before before we let you go, last question. Um, I know you're a man. Yeah. You're into your combats. Uh, and Nam was saying, ask it, ask it. He wants to ask questions, but we'll quickly get it in there. Mayweather McGregor in the octagon. Do you think it will happen? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Why lie for cause? You wanted to ask that question. Things. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but. Now I think it's possible. I mean, I heard Badu Jack say on an interview that apparently they offered me with a billion dollars. I think you. for a billion. Wow, I told you. You're probably thinking, hmm, it's worth listen, it. Listen, listen, let me tell you straight, D. I don't care. If they <laughs> offered me a billion, I'll jump in that fucking octagon. Get a headlock, tap, I'm done. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, listen, man. I say listen. Trust me. Billion dollars. Who's not going to do I mean, yeah. I think if you, if you don't, you're a fucking pussy, man. I swear down, man. You know what? I'll do it for 100,000, He's yep. now in the same psychological dilemma that McGregor was in, where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go into another sport. I'm more than likely going to lose, but it's going to be my biggest payday. Just the tables have turned. And I think, apart from the money, I think the, 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 his manhood and his pride is actually going to start fucking with him a bit. Thinking, What's the odds, Paddy? Like, What's the odds? Huh? <laughs> Let him finish, man. <laughs> That was a nice quick check for him as well. Clearly a quick ad for Paddy. Uh, yeah, I think that um, it's that psychological dilemma he's facing right now, where he's got the money, big offer, and plus it's like, rah, you man enough to do what he actually done. That's, and that's what I think is probably going to make But I think Mayweather has a, on a, on a relative point of view, I think he's got a better chance of being McGregor in the octagon then McGregor ever had a chance of being him in the ring. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, but the thing is, you nah, can't... I couldn't disagree with you more, you know. Nah. Okay. I, I mean, listen, McGregor right is a stand. I don't really understand UFC, but all, all I know is he's a stand-up fighter. Yeah. He's what they call a striker, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He's not good on the ground, right? So he, you nah, know, we've seen he... most of his fights, he's knocked people out. Yeah. And that's that's yeah? my. Uh, but I think that's probably a naive boxing fan because I I'm the same. 
So we're both the raps on team. I kind of feeling that, but you're an MMA guy, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne, come, tell us yeah, your I'm, angle. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty big fan of MMA. I've even trained and done it myself a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, you got to bear in mind, Con- Conor McGregor held two titles in another MMA um, promotion, as well as UFC. Like his level of ground game to like the top, top, top MMA guys may not be impressive, but to the average Joe, that's never even stepped into into an MMA gym, he's going to be like a black belt. Like, he would be so far superior, it's just, it's it's terrible. Okay, that's a good and look like, at it, yeah. Just to bear in mind, like, the leg kicks and the grappling and jiu-jitsu, like, there's so many different arts that you learn. Conor McGregor's been doing this since he was young, you know? Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, so for he, me... He's got more advantage... Pardon? No, I was going to say, you know what? That's an interesting way of looking at it because I won't lie. I looked at it on the basis of, I think Mayweather would have lost, um, but I think he's got a good chance. And I was looking at it on, as, as Nam said, McGregor is a striker. I think there's other UFC fighters that Mayweather doesn't even stand a chance. But I was looking at it as it, he can run a little bit, he can move around, and if he can get the odd, his, his fists are going to be very, very powerful in the octagon. But yeah, you're right. The kick, I mean... I don't know, because I don't like UFC, and that's going to be the truth. I don't rate it that much. Like, I respect them as fighters, but I just think a kick, I think he could just hold his leg and smack him one quickly. Like, but that's probably me being a naive oh, boxing bro. fan. Sorry, bro. And yeah. don't forget, McGregor gasses as well, mate. Mm-hmm. But know? yeah, so you tell nah, me... you got to bear in mind, like... Different levels. UFC, it's levels. Yeah? <clears throat> UFC's like, all right, so if you look at it in football terms, UFC is like the Champions League. Mm. So if he's gassing against the top, top, top mixed martial artist. That's, that's reasonable. That's fair enough. But against like Mayweather, he'll, he'll have a laugh with him. And I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Mayweather fan. But I'm yeah, telling yeah. you now, yeah. if he goes in that, if they slam that up to, up to gun door closed and leave Mayweather in there, McGregor, it's going to be a very rough night for him, man. That's it's a very rough shit. night indeed. And the difference as well, all right, I'll tell you one more thing, yeah. Um, Ray Mercer, he went into MMA, yeah. Mm. And he fought a former UFC heavyweight champion, um, Tim Sylvia. He knocked him out, mm. knocked him out in one punch, yeah. But Ray Mercer had the power to do that as a heavyweight and a hard hitter. Mm. McGregor, I mean, Mayweather, sorry, he's going to be going into this MMA thing with smaller gloves. We all know that he has to wear those um, special gloves to protect his hands. He's going to have his hands are going to be more um, exposed to danger. Yeah. He's not necessarily a knockout artist. What 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 are the odds, as he said? Like, what are the odds, Paddy? No chance. I mean, that's what we're going to have and to I'm see. Serious. Is he going to tap out? Yeah, we No, no, no. And I think that's that's just Bro, the balance. <laughs> I'm asking seriously. You think he's going to tap out? Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, okay. I, mean, I think he's going to tap out, isn't he? I think he tap out. Yeah, I think he has to tap out if because... He him in the imagine that. Arm lock or something like that. Yeah. Or a triangle. He's tapping, bro. Believe yeah. me. That's Imagine they were tapping out. Yeah, but I don't think it bothers him, bro. And that's the thing I do know about those guys. Is they don't care what we think. Trust me. If he gets a check for a really? billion dollars, believe me, he's going to do that. It's and you got and you got to say to yourself, you would do the same. Bro, a billion, that's like, yeah, come on. Just <laughs> He's already got oh, 100 yeah, million. 200 million. No, 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 no. This is next levels. Anyway, Dwayne, listen, we're going to leave you to it. Um, thanks for calling in. Uh, good to have you on the show again. Yeah, and no uh, problem, yeah, we've got to get you in for one of these shows. So hope get well. And then, uh, yeah, just hit me up when you're ready, bro. Yeah, just to add one point on that, actually. Yeah, no now, doubt, man. Now, now you say it, I saw, I saw a post that recently saying mm-hmm. billion dollar boxer. Yeah. About Mayweather. So I don't know if that was just another hint there. I'm telling you. So listen, we're going to go to the last one. Hello. Mr. Angelo Serra. Michael Angelo Serra, how you doing? We're doing, we're doing well. Sir. Michael, how you doing? How you doing? Right, let's, 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 stop, let's stop talking about carnivals, yeah? <laughs> we did enough of that last year. No, yeah. Seriously, you know, Mayweather McGregor, I don't really care about this. Exactly. I mean, Mayweather has talked himself into being the TBE, the best ever. I could name about 15, 20 guys who would have kicked his ass easily. I'm you know? sure you could. Um, and that's... But, but I'll tell you what, um, this light heavyweight division, we're talking about boxing now. You said about getting in with the present, so I'm mm. getting with the present, Kojo. Mm-hmm. But um, I watched the fight the other night, Isaac Chamberlain. Yeah, I was wrong. I put my hands up. Um, he, he had no answer to Akoli. Akoli, very long-limbed guy. But I do agree with what Tony Bellew said in the Skype uh, commentary box, that um, Akoli is not going to cut the mustard at heavyweight. I'm going to tell you now. Um, oh, heavyweight, well, no, they were talking about him moving up to possibly yeah. everywhere. I think that's talking a load of rubbish. And yeah. as, as Baloo stated, he's not going to be able to um, compete against 
full-fledged heavyweights, you know. Yeah, no he's chance. best weight, he has to stay at his cruiserweight. Now, I'm, I'm not a massive, massive fan of O'Coley. He's okay, he, but he's nothing special, you know. Mm. I mean, the guy he beat, okay, Southern Area, former Southern Area champion or Southern Area champion. Yeah, why you know, he's proved he's worth at that level. Yeah. We'll see how, as, as he progresses. But one guy who did shine, Ted Cheeseman, wasn't impressed by him. Saw him um, the other night against this Carson Jones. Jones has probably, possibly seen better days. Um, at world level, but um, Cheeseman's very too, he's too straight up for my liking, and nobody, you know, somebody wants to get get in there with him, and put a good trainer, and teach him how to bend at the hip a little bit, you know, mm. how to move, sway with the shots, you know, mm. too, 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 he's like a weather vane, you know, he's, he's he'll get to so far, uh, European possibly, but world level, he's going to get his head jabbed off. Oh, I would agree with that, and, yeah. Know, but the, the guy who actually did shine on Saturday was Joshua Buatzi. Mm. You know, that guy is a class act. Uh, he was talking, I think, the guy, chap before, the guy before that, he said about the, le- uh, yeah, last caller, rather, um, he, he, he hit the nail on the head. Um, he said about, um, you know, he's moving up the levels. Well, the guy he beat on Saturday was, a, I think, I believe he fought for the Southern Area title. Yeah, Jordan Joseph. And, he's a and good he, prospect. Yeah, and he handled him with absolute ease. Mm. You know, he's got a nice tight guy. I'll tell you who he reminds me of, a guy from many, many years ago called Terrible Terry Norris. Okay. He was a <laughs> WBC Norris, yeah. junior middleweight yeah. champ. Yeah. He's a very, he's just like Tough him. He, you know, he's got a lot of good fluidity mm. with, with his shots. And, um, you know, obviously he ain't been hit one on the whiskers yet. I mean, obviously there's always that question mark, but the division is, it, it's it's livening up nicely at light heavyweight. And trust me, I'm really excited. You know, you've got that other guy, Anthony Yard, uh, Buatzi. Let's not talk about that Bivol's one. Bivol's in that, that level as well, isn't build. he? Yeah, that's, that's, that he's world class, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that needs to build. Mm. Yeah, that, that needs to build. And anybody, any promoter worth his salt, Eddie Hearn, mm. Warren, whoever, they will tell you, and they're great promoters, mm. they will tell you that that fight needs to build. Yeah, you know, yeah, no. Build. That's a big, big money fight uh, down the line. But that will be for a title has got to be for a title you know yeah. um then obviously you know you've got other guys also at that weight but and that's domestically domestically it's very exciting but at world level you know this new guy who's largely untested who's largely been unseen <laughs> dimitri bivel you know i'm hugely hugely excited about this guy you know he just looks the part i mean okay last time out he won inside of a round against the australian guy <laughs> but we're gonna. He's got. There's a lot more to this guy than meets the eye, and and I think this guy will reign. Yeah. I mean, I know one of your guys didn't agree with that, but I I really do think he's in for a long reign. This guy. Yeah. But interesting. Let That's... Yard and Let Yard and Buatsu, they will move up and eventually possibly challenge this guy. But they've got to sort it out domestically. Then we'll see. Yeah, I think I wouldn't. I think right. if I, I think as we said earlier, I think it's about time Warren and Eddie Hearn start doing business. And I think if they really want to give yeah. the fans. It deserve it. I think it's maybe fair to say deserve it. O2 Arena, fill it out. I think let it, like you said, let it marinate. Maybe next year, Yard versus Buatsi in the O2 Arena. I think that sells out. Yeah, I think realistically, that's about. Well, yeah, you might be right. End of next year, 2020, maybe you know. And what a vision that is, 2020. Yeah, I I I think it's next year. I think it's next year. I think middle of next year, 2019. Put a big card together, I think that happens. But listen, Michael, we're going to run off the show now, but I appreciate you calling in. Thanks for the support as always. Next week, mate. Have a good one. Cheers. Take care. Take care. So, guys, we're going to run off the show for now, but it's been good. Uh, we're back in the swing of things. Ne- this weekend is a quiet weekend in terms of boxing, which is good. But the weekend after we're back, we've got a Eubank Groves fight to discuss, Danny Garcia, all of that, all of that. So, for now... And for later, guys, you know what you need to do. www.rapsontv.com And when you go to Instagram, it's Raps on TV. Facebook is Raps on TV. YouTube, YouTube is Raps on TV. There you go. So listen, guys, don't forget Twitter. It's Raps on TV. Guys, listen, we're out. Have a good one. Enjoy the weekend.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.